Rock and Roll Football <laughs> on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whatever you call this time of the day that you're listening. We're, we're not, you know, we don't know. You know, you could be listening to this years in the future. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Imagine you're listening to this like in a thousand years. Yeah. Wow. Wonder what's, what, how the world would have changed. Yeah. You, and there's no way of you telling us. No. Yeah, Damn. There's no interaction. Leave a review, and then maybe we'll yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. On whatever like hoverboard app you listen on. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. But let me just tell you, if you listen to this in a thousand years' time, a thousand years ago, we recorded a show and we put out mm. a podcast, and this is it. Yeah. This is a, a time capsule of what happened on a particular Saturday where there were some deeply disturbing results, Dyson. Yes, deeply disturbing football results, deeply disturbing tales of bins being raided and potted beef being eaten, left, right and centre, and many headaches caused. I mean, you should know at the time that we recorded this, potted beef had already effectively gone out of circulation. It was already yeah. a thing of the past. In yeah. a thousand years... There's no way... Yeah. No way it's going to stand the test of time. Whatever kind of dust rations you're on in the future, whatever <laughs> chrome goo you... Yeah. Uh, n- be, yes, whatever nutrient pouch. NFTs, won't they, in the metaverse? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's going to be full of that. <laughs> well, this is an echo from history. Enjoy. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, Dyson, a, a, a red-hot day of Premier oh, League yes. and footballing action on a red-hot mm. footballing weekend. And here to preview it is the red-hot Matt Dyson. Yes, with the UK in the grip of a fruit and veg crisis, we will make sure you get at least your five goals a day oh. this afternoon on Rock and Roll Football. Welcome to the Ford and Dyson Gold Grocers. We will weigh Ooh. them up, wrap them in a flipped-over brown paper bag and then count back the change into your hand from our Absolute Radio-branded money belts, your hat-tricks, your braces, your pens, your hands, your wallets. <laughs> There'll be no rationing here, no turnips, just pure, fresh, sweet footballing goodness. <laughs> Some saying the empty shells are down to poor weather conditions in Morocco and Spain and that Spanish wind has also blown <laughs> over a forgotten Premier League manager to our shores. Even though we'd rather have out-of-season tomatoes and lettuce, we welcome the return of Javi Grazia. What, that guy who was sacked by Watford back in 2019? Yes, him! It's not clear at this stage whether this means they're trying to stay up or are planning for the championship next season. Oh. Grazia says he's only been getting two or three hours sleep a night as he works on his plan to save Lee. That's less than Thatcher used to get. No doubt free milk at the training ground will be the first thing to go. <laughs> uh, the first games don't get any bigger or important than today's a six-pointer at Elland Road. The bottom two playing each other as Southampton come to town. They've also gone for quite an underwhelming managerial appointment this week. Fellow Spaniard Ruben Celes, after he got a win at Chelsea last weekend, the former first-team coach is being kept on until the end of the season. Again, not clear whether this means they're trying to stay up or are planning for the championships next season. <laughs> he can't be any worse than Nathan Jones, though, can he? Surely. Away from Elland Road, uh, there are some other big games going on. Uh, we have... Uh, oh, wait a minute, I've just lost my place in the script. What's going on? What? <laughs> How you lose... Wait, what are you reading it off? <laughs> I'm reading you got an auto cue. I'm reading off my phone notes. Unbelievable. Oh I can't believe it. Yeah, so Arsenal go to Leicester City uh, before the Man City Bournemouth game later. Deitch's Everton are at 
home to Aston Villa, Forrest away at West Ham. Good. Surely if the Hammers lose to Stevie Cooper's Haaland's Taming Heroes, <laughs> Moyes' days will be numbered. So much going on. The Championship, the Scottish Premiership, our shelves are stacked. Get some fresh and fruity football <laughs> from your gold grocers. <laughs> Open all hours, well, from 2 till 5pm. <laughs> oh, Dyson, you're a genius! You're oh, and you're losing your I way. I lost my way. I, I was floundering for a second. I nearly started reading out last week's Red Hot Pro. Oh, I imagine. Match. Do you keep them all, <laughs> dear, for posterity? <laughs> well, they're all just in my notes and I don't delete them. So, yeah, they're just clogging up the space on my phone. What I was going to say, but I ran out of time, was in, a, in this sort of open all hours scenario, you would obviously be Arkwright, Fordy. I would be Gurgur Granville. Yeah. And producer Liam would be Nurse Gladys Emmanuel. <laughs> but he probably has no idea who she Liam is. Liam was born in 1996. <laughs> Five. Probably 1995. He's got no idea. No idea. Well, that's maybe his homework for the week to go home and watch Open All Hours. He's born in 1995. He he's not old enough for homework yet, mate. <laughs> Still doing his sats. <laughs> Welcome to Ford and Dyson's Goldgrocers. <laughs> I do like, yes. you know what? It's made me quite, well, it's made me very nostalgic for the times when you'd walk along the promenade and there'd be yeah. a butcher's and yeah. a baker's and and uh, greengrocers. Those words make you hungry, don't they? Yeah, small independent retailers. Yeah, those were the days, weren't they, eh? We all got subsumed by megaliths like... Yeah, exactly. Well, supermarkets. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> the thing they used to do in greengrocers, where, you know, they would count back your change, you mentioned it. Yeah. But they would do it so fast, it was, like, dazzling. Uh, five know. and six is 15, and that's 35. Five, five. Six, like, two, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? The oddments. They always used to count down the numbers. And I, I've never known how they did it. I never know. It didn't make any monetary sense to me, what they were saying. But it's also, it's like the speed mental arithmetic of a darts player. Yeah. It's just in yeah, there. Yeah. They're just, yeah. and they're just in it so... It's, they're almost like horse rating commentators. On the yeah. left side... <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you're twos, you're threes, you're fives, you're twos. Yeah, because they're all doing it. It's all in their head. They have yeah. no calculators back then. They're doing it on the, back of a, on the back of a paper bag often, weren't they? But just it was the additions they do. Five and ten yeah. is 15, and that's 25. You're like, way eight. I mean, obviously, that's yeah. easy. I get that five and ten. But, you know, yeah. twos and threes start yeah. getting involved. Yeah, you're fives, you're twos, you're threes, you're sevens, you're 73B change. There you go. Oh, well, thank you. lovely. <laughs> See, that nice to be nice. I've seen TikTok. See you next week. <laughs> it's made me um, really made the me want. Oh, it's yeah. really made me want to go to Greengrove. Oh, yeah, we'll go to like butcher. Some, some- Buy some apples off some AstroTurf. You know, they always had it on the shelves, didn't they? An early form of AstroTurf on the shelves. Yes. The green, butcher's grass, green it's called, isn't it? Like, yeah, is, yeah. it is it? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Name, yeah. Butcher's it's grass. like Astro, yeah, yeah. Yeah, God. Yeah. Should we go to the greengrocers afterwards? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Support your local greengrocer, guys. Even just the name greengrocer. I know, so old school. Oh, it? I can so- almost smell the Brussels. Just, mm. Yeah, but look, they're having a resurgence now. Supermarket shelves are empty. There's nowhere else to go. Got to go to your greengrocers. Uh, if you are a greengrocer or a butcher, <laughs> oh, yeah, or you're working one of those, uh, especially in areas now, be the last one thanks to supermarket. Text us on 8, 12, 15. If you can do the really fast counting, but maybe try and get them on the phone. Oh, or if you ever that. worked in a greengrocer, you can do that really fast. Ch- it's almost like rapping, isn't it? It was basically early it's British rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was, it was like freestyling with change. Just spitting. Yeah. Just be there. Just like the, just, that's where I first got into <laughs> bars, man, some bars. Bars. Yeah. I am so excited. I can't believe already someone's been in touch. It's Hamish the Butcher, and he joins Hello. us now. Hello, Absolute Radio. Oh, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, where's your butchers? 
Where's your butchers? Uh, we're in, we're in Lent, uh, central London, in Hoban. Oh, slap bang in the centre of town. Nice. Are you, you there right now? Down. Yeah, well, we're closing up. But you were listening yeah. to the show in the, in the butchers? Yeah, of course we are. Yes. Nice. Yes, <laughs> love it. Of all the things you sell, what's your favourite? Oh, uh, you, know, you can't go wrong with a bit of ribeye steak, can you? Oh, oh yes, a yeah. Steak. Yeah. The rib adding the flavour. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Do you still have butcher's grass? Do you have butcher's grass? Uh, no. Uh, uh, yes. No, we do. We do. Look, oh. look, I'm a bit of a trainee butcher, so I'm not, like, fully experienced. But <laughs> Who's that laughing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> and what does he... Like, how, how long do you become a trainee for? How does it work? Right, I've been in the trade for about a year now. I'd say I'm, like, I'm, ne- I'm nearly there. You know what I mean? I'm not far off. Like, when you effectively graduate, will you, will you, will you let us know and we'll get you back on? Yeah, I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll text in, I'll graduate, and you can get me back on. What do you make of all these vegetarians, Amish? <laughs> um, well, well, my mum's a vegetarian, so she, <laughs> she wasn't too pleased. But, <laughs> but have you, in a way, have you rebelled against your upbringing then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. And does she say, oh, Amish, what, what, you can't be touching animals like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, can, I tell you what, what's your favourite vegetarian food to eat? Uh, it's got, do you know what? I'm going to go interesting here. I like a bit of tofu. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people nice. don't realise how nice it is. Totally agree. Oh, Hamish, you're such a modern butcher. Yeah, I, I, I am the future. You are the future. You are. We're going to yes. celebrate your future. Hamish, we'll get you back on when she. What, what do you call it? Passed out? Uh, yeah, yeah. let's call it that. I'll text in. I'll, yeah. I'll get oh, your boss's approval do. and I'll get like, a little certificate. Yes, amazing. <laughs> Hamish, do you wear like a little mortarboard and still like your blood covered apron <laughs> when, you, when you graduate? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mish, have a great weekend, mate. Yeah, sick, lovely speech. Cheers, cheers. Nice, Mish. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Really made me want to eat meat. Oh, has it? Yeah. Because you are still a practicing vegetarian, aren't you? Well, I'm when a meat was last producer. Time you had some meat. Uh, last night. Oh, right, yes. I had a steak right. yesterday. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you know what's made me really want? <laughs> Potted beef. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Potted beef. A little glass jar. Oh, yes. Yeah. Plastic nice. tub. Is it still nice? Uh, I mean, yeah. are there better pâtés on the market? I don't know. Maybe there are. I mean, these days. These days. God knows what sort of pâtés available these days. At your Waitrose's. Mm, yeah. And your m and is. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Exactly. Oh. It feels like potted beef is more sort of like... That sort of dog food level now is dog it? food. I think, How dare you? Yeah, I just think I know. I think oh, our tastes have moved on a bit, uh, and that's still sort of left for left for animals now. What's he on? Firstly, you're saying that I'm uh, the pate of the past. <laughs> what do you mean yes. left for animals? Yeah. There'll be human beings well, listening I mean, to this who eat potted beef. You basically just called dogs. Oh, there's not going to be many. There's got there's to not be. Gonna be many, got to, I'm there? telling you, there will well, be an army of potted yeah, beef lovers well, listening to this. Because dog food is high. Stop level, saying like, that people are human, eating dog food. Do- no, dog food is good quality. It's human grade. How would you dogs know? Are eating human grade food now because our dogs eat really nice food with like vegetables and stuff in it. It's really, like, it's, it humans can eat it, but that means I just think that the old because it's really old fashioned, like sort of pre-war 
meat in a jar. I mean, it seems to last forever, even though it's in a jar, and you keep it in your cupboard. It can't be the the best quality beef going in there, can it? Surely. I'm not saying. Oh, I'm you know I'm, I'm celebrating. I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself to a pot of potted beef. I'm saying <laughs> thinking of a butcher's made me want some potted beef. Okay, I'm not pretending it's like oak cuisine. Be careful. <laughs> All right. Well, be you've, careful you've obviously taken against it. <laughs> no, I've got no problem before you text in with anyone who's eating it right now. If that happens to be happening, it would be, it would be a miracle. But um, I don't even know if you can still buy it, can you? Do you know what? You know sometimes that people wonder, you must be able to get it. OK, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to find out if dogs eat it. <laughs> Oh, goals, goals, goals in Coventry. Yes, it's almost over at the... Is it still called the it's, Rico Arena? It is. So, yeah, 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 good. Uh, it yeah, is all yeah, over. Yeah. The final whistle has gone. Uh, they made a bit of hard work of it late on Coventry, but they have held on to win 2-1 against Sunderland. Just conceded a late goal in stoppage time, but they went 2-0 up just before the end of the game. So they will be celebrating two for one on battered sausages at the Binley Mega Chippy tonight for everyone. They That's will indeed. Yeah. And, oh, if you're stuff. going to the Binley Mega Chippy... T- well, I guess a chip shop is almost in the same genre mm, as the greengrocer, the butcher. Uh, what was the other one we mentioned? Those old the, the, shops. The bakers. The, the bakers. The candlestick makers. Candlestick yeah, the Quakers. Yeah. The bakers. Not bake- so for that anymore, but yeah. Uh, Phil, yes, Phil in London's been in touch on, on this very matter. Oh, yes. He says, both of my brothers worked on a fruit and vegetable doing all of the quick maths on a whole range oh. of veg in pounds and kilograms. I cleaned oh. my school as my teenage years job. They've both gone on to well-paid numbers-based jobs and I genuinely think it was a factor, says Phil. Wow. So actually working it, yeah. in the greengrocers, yeah. It wasn't just about the start of freestyle rapping on the market stalls of Britain. It was also about giving you a good grounding in mathematics. Also, I love those, like, money... They weren't bum bags. They were more like money aprons. Yeah, they, oh, they, they were lovely, were hoist around yeah. their waist, yeah. a, a kind of suede look and fingerless oh, yes. gloves. Oh, yeah. It was so, so, all part of the experience, wasn't it? I guess, in a way, a news agent <laughs> is still the version of that. Yes. Yeah, they're still traditional. Like They're, they're like they were... 20, 30 years ago, pretty much. I love the smell of a news agent. The smell of the sweets, yeah. the smell of the yeah, print. Yeah, yeah. I walk past one sometimes in the morning, just as it's opening at about five in the morning, and, and they open the shutters, and it's such a lovely, poetic moment for the news agent. And then the smell yeah. wafts out, that mix of yeah. ink and, and Mars bars mm. and Skittles. I love <laughs> and, it. and all the urine on the shutters where the, <laughs> yeah. the people have weed the night before, the sick on the uh, yeah. pavement. Just like, mm, yeah. Yeah. This really is the smell of Britain. <laughs> Just a few minutes away from those three o'clock kickoffs around the country, including four big Premier League games Everton versus Villa, Leeds versus Southampton, an aeroplane taking off in the background, <laughs> Leicester against Arsenal, and West Ham against Forest. Are you, where are you, local aerodrome? It's the, it's the, it's the motorbike riders, isn't it? It's the B word. It's the bikers. That's yeah. the B word. It's the, the fact bikers. that they come straight through your living room that I think is yeah, really rude. Yeah, I know. Well, it's because they're coming down to the sea, aren't they? It's a nice sunny day. They're coming down to the sea. They don't care about me uh, trying to do a show from my bedroom. Them bloody like, bikers. They yeah. use it like a rat run round here. The police Keep don't do down. nothing. They'll wait till, <laughs> until there's an accident, they'll do nothing. Exactly. And then it, they'll be too late. They use yeah. it like a rat run, them Harley Davidsons. <laughs> I said to them Hells Angels, you wouldn't do it on your own doorstep, would you? 
He battered me. <laughs> so, like a scene from a Shane Meadows film. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> We've had the Hells Angels round, yeah. <laughs> they use it like a rat run. Um, <laughs> Patricia, who's a Geordie in Grimsby, Ooh. says, yes. potted beef is alive and well in our house. My Ooh. partner has it in his every... His, um, I think it's like his food every week. In his pack-up, yeah, in his pack Yes, lunch. in his pack-up, yeah, yeah. his pack lunch, yeah. She says, it looks like dog food, to be fair. The Geordie oh. in me wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. Wow, Patricia we go. hates it, but her partner yes. loves it. <laughs> wow. Pot of beef. Dividing, dividing relationships. We can't agree on it at 40. The nation can't agree on potted beef. It's the new Brexit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, I'm 52:48 on uh, on potted beef. Leroy's cousin's been in touch. He oh says, yes, you can buy potted beef at the Northwell Market Meat Auction. Twenty-four Ooh. jars will set you about eighteen quid. Who's buying twenty-four Twen- jars of it? Bulk buying potted beef. It's like a on. crate of Holston, <laughs> but all beef. <laughs> Imagine coming oh, back man. with that. People have been down the off license. Now I've been to the butchers. <laughs> You've got twenty-four pints of meat. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Those first halves are now underway, the three o'clocks, including Nuneaton Borough against Rushton and Diamond. So Dyson, take us to our Glory Hunters home. Ah, well, we've learnt so much about Nuneaton this, uh, on this unbeaten run they've been on Ooh. over the past few weeks. Uh, Eton became Nuneaton, of course, when a huge convent was set up there <laughs> in the 12th century. As we know, I'm just recapping here. For I you. know just you recapping. are. We all know. Uh, but, I, I mean, amazing to look at the league table. They've been doing so well, uh, Nuneaton Borough have, in the Southern League Premier Central. They are now in the playoff spots, firmly entrenched in the playoff spots, just just eight points off the top spot where Tamworth dwell at the moment. And today, really, they should win this. They're playing Rushton and Diamonds, who are rock bottom of the table. And it's a way trip, but Rushton and Diamonds not in good form at the moment. Now, when it comes to Nuneaton facts, uh, we've been hitting you with so many over the past few weeks. And a new one has <laughs> come in from someone called hey, Paul yes. Michael Sawyer on Twitter, who tells us this. Get this. Did you know the first ever meeting of the campaign for real ale was held at the Rose Inn in Nuneaton. I did not what know an that. an amazing fact. That's great. An amazing fact. Uh, now, now, he said that on Twitter. Bow, bow, bow. The, the Nuneaton branch of camera did get in touch and Ooh. said, slight correction, oh, dear. Uh, the first AGM of camera was held at the Rose Inn, Cotton Road, 26th of March, 1972. So the fact doesn't sound quite as good when you say the first annual general meeting of the campaign for real ale happened in Nuneaton in 72. What an amazing fact. Take that away with you. Tell your family and friends that one <laughs> later on in the book. You know what I love about that fact is how he managed to string it out over three minutes. <laughs> one fact just waffled all over. But it is interesting. It is, isn't it? But the birthplace you, you of the must campaign for real ale. be desperate for Nuneaton to lose now. Well, I, I mean, I am, yeah. We're really scraping the barrel. In fact, I, dear old Tracy who keeps tweeting me facts about Nuneaton. Is, even she's running out. She said she saw a manhole cover outside her sister's house which had Nuneaton written on it. So, OK, yeah. that's cool. They make yeah, manhole so they, covers. They make manhole covers as well. So it's campaign for real ale. It's manhole covers. It's Nuneaton. And we're backing them all the way to promotion. Come on. <laughs> 
heck of a game in the championship at the Hawthorns, yes. Dyson. Yeah, West Brom already 2-0 up. Two goals in two minutes from Daryl Dyke. Amazing. Against Borough as well, so doing very well. Uh, Frank Skinner will be pleased. Burnley are already 1-0 up against Huddersfield as well. And Reading have just scored against Blackpool. Tom Ince scoring for Reading. Yeah, I, I, I am quite happy. <laughs> yes. I, I, mean, when the set, I thought we've scored two already. Very <laughs> peculiar. <laughs> Feels like sacrilege. One day I'm going to get told off for that. It's nil-nil in every Premier League game at the moment and in our Glory Hunters game uh, between Nuneaton Borough and Rushton and Diamonds. But in Potted Beef news, <laughs> Debbie Harrison says Potted Beef is definitely still a thing in Yorkshire. I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. Oh. Mm. Well, that's it. Can I ask, what do people touch with a barge pole? What would you touch with a barge pole? A barge? I think a barge. Do you you, you move a barge along the side of a canal? Is that what it is for? But no one ever says, oh, I'd touch that with a barge pole. No, no. (laughs) They never do, no. You never hear it. So, yeah, we're getting quite a few confirmed sightings of potting potting beef. Potting beef. (laughs) Not many people who will actually admit to eating it. But someone's got it. If the market still exists, what we've discovered is there's a whole lot of secret potted beef eaters. Once yes. again, it's this show that really discovers what's going on out there uh, in, in the country. Andrew in Bingham. Uh, oh, isn't that interesting? Because Bingham's was the brand. Potted beef is readily available at Bird's Bakery in Nottingham. Oh, yes. He says, Classic. wife loves it and spreads it everywhere. Brackets, yes, everywhere. Really? She spreads it everywhere? Wow, okay. I'm guessing just bread. I mean, it's yeah. not, you know, I know that I mean, people get up to all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to be chocolate, doesn't oh, no. it? Chocolate and straw. Strawberries are the kind of cliches of... It's never potted beef, is it? Tell you what, for our anniversary, do that thing you do with the potted... (laughs) Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. A goal yes. in the Glory Hunters game. I know, amazing. I up, know. Up the borough, I know. <laughs> Sorry, VAR, VAR are looking at the Arsenal game, by the way. We'll we'll let you know what happens Ooh, there. But, uh, yes, McWilliams finds Benbo in the box. Benbo absolutely smashes it into the net. 1-0 up, Nuneaton Borough are beating uh, Rushton and Diamonds 1-0. Sounds like Nottingham Forest are under the cosh away at West Ham oh, United, yeah. by the way. Oh dear me! But maybe that means we're good at soaking up the pressure, or hit them on the break, or something like that. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Um, but as you say, Arsenal—the only goal so far in the Premier League—and uh, this week, Mikel Arteta revealed that Fabio Vieira is giving him big headaches when deciding yes. uh, on his. Oh, it's... Uh, yeah. oh my word! They've been. been... <laughs> Whoever's involved in this, stop it because you're ruining football for everybody. <laughs> Love it, yeah. Uh, the Arsenal goal's been ruled out by the oh, There we go. Denied. It's been denied. All over the place with these Lovely. buttons. <laughs> Pressing any old thing. new one. Yeah. <laughs> so what is, uh, if, if Fabio Vieira is Mikel Arteta's big headache, what gives you a big headache? Text us on 81215. <laughs> I mean, it can be anything. Um, do you know, as a kid, I mean, and, and feel free to interpret this metaphorically or literally, coffee cream chocolates in a milk tray would give me a oh, headache. They would literally give you They'd a literally headache. Literally give me a headache. <laughs> literally and, and physiologically give you a headache. Would that, what, a specific type of. Maybe it's just caffeine. Maybe it's not meant for a seven year old wow. boy. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah, I do get out. If I don't have a coffee, 
on the weekend, you know, because I am a two cup a day guy. Yeah. And if I don't have one, I will get the headache. That caffeine withdrawal. Now I'm an addict. Yeah. And they are. I have and, to have it. and metaphorically, well, I mean, yes. What gives you a headache? <laughs> uh, oh, so much stuff. Uh, the cost of fuel, my phone battery life. You know, my, fo- <laughs> my phone battery life is always giving me a headache. I always have it when I get to the end of a life of an iPhone where it stops charging properly. Mm. Right? And you know, the bit at the bottom of the phone where it goes in, it goes all wonky. And then, and sometimes I wake up in the morning, and think, great, I'm going to have 100% full charge here, and it's like 10. percent yeah, horrible source of headaches. But um, yeah, that and my dog is a constant headache. Uh, Fred, uh, he can get into our pedal bin. Um, what? Yeah. What do you mean I get know, into it? As in- well, my wife bought a new pedal bin, and it's not quite high up. It's not tall enough, so the dog can. He can sort of. He's found a way of pushing the pedal down, getting his little snout into the into the bin, and, and like, doing what. Put, It'll just grab whatever's in there and take it out into the garden and spray it all over the over the lawn. So I mean, sometimes I mean, sometimes it's just food, but sometimes I mean, and it's quite grim. And it is really a, he gets some of te- my baby son's nappies. He takes oh them out goodness. and he just he just throws them all over the garden. It's it's horrendous. Does you can't live like this? You can't have your dog eating your kids' nappies. It, well, it's some small bin that your dog's evolved put, um, like a raptor I, to open the doors <laughs> in know. Jurassic Park. I know it's like that. I put a little sort of a little stool on top of the bin at all times. So I, I think it's the little stools that he's spraying all over the garden. <laughs> <by> the <laughs> Charlie in Gravesend says Dyson puts a small baking tray over the top of the bin. The noise of the baking tray falling on the ground will deter your dog from opening the bin. I Excellent. had the same problem with my Labrador, and we no longer need a baking tray and he leaves the bin alone. Excellent. I am going to act upon that straight away. Lovely. Nice. Yeah, I really am. That's great advice. I'm going to try that, Charlie. So if you hear any clattering sounds in the background, uh, you'll know We always do, Dyson. It's like you live in a funhouse, mate. It's like you live in some booby-trapped... It's like you're in the final part of the Goonies, your house. It's like bikers coming through, stuff collapsing, your dog's eating nappies out of the bin. Social services are going to be listening to this. You'll be the first person investigated for stuff you said on the radio. You're like, man... Convicted over background noises. Yeah, what a way to go. <laughs> Noise is one of my headaches, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, but like, oh, yeah. i tell you what I don't like, and this can sound really bad, but you know if you're in a restaurant or a pub, people mm. making too much noise... Yeah, I've, I've got yeah. a loud laugh, and I, I, you know, I'm slightly self-conscious about it, but you know when it's just continual squawking... Yes, oh, I know exactly up. what you mean. Yeah, it's when they're not self-aware. You're aware of your loud laugh. You mm. like going, ah, oh, I better turn it down a little bit. But some people they don't yeah. they don't care about how their behaviour affects other people. Yeah, so I, they just I, think yeah. they can be as noisy as they like. It's I wear a muzzle funny. because I'm so. Yeah, quite right, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would solve your problem, wouldn't it? Shouldn't you just put <laughs> yes, a muzzle on your dog and then it can't? Yeah. yeah, I might try that as well. Yeah, good advice. Keep it. Coming. Like one of those sort of Hannibal Lecter masks. Have <laughs> 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 you seen a dog wearing one of them? Oh. <laughs> He'll eat that nappy with a fine can. <laughs> John in Shropshire's been in touch. He ah. says, whilst on the first day of dog sitting, having worked a night shift, I was woken by an angry neighbour asking if I had two dogs. I was really confused, but eventually remembered that I had indeed taken temporary custody of the foul beasts who were running around the garden with the neighbour's underpants on their heads. <laughs> oh, these dogs have no. been drinking. He says the two weeks <laughs> did not go well and culminated in the dogs eating six Easter eggs, two oh. packets of digestives and a packet of Vicodin.
Viscounts. <laughs> oh, a trip to the vets this. and a very expensive end to my one and only dog sitting venture. <laughs> Viscounts. Like dog sitter. No, yes, they can't eat chocolate, can they? You've got to be careful. So why do they eat so much of it? They'll just eat anything. Well, my fr- Fred will just eat anything. Well, literally. yeah, I mean, if if, you, if, you, if Fred's eating nappies, then a, a dairy yeah, milk exactly. is hardly <laughs> exactly. hardly a bigger problem than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Viscount... So, uh, can you still get Viscounts? I know, it's very old school, isn't it? Liam's born I mean, in 1995. I mean, he, he just he has got no idea what to... Oh, he knows a Viscount, right. He's like Viscounts, potted beef. I know. Open all hours. <laughs> Baking <laughs> trays. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, good news! <laughs> Oh, they've scored again. The Borough are two 0 up. Is that right? Is that what we're hearing? You tell me. <laughs> well, don't don't you know? Let me just look on the Twitter feed. <laughs> uh, oh yes, Stanson oh, yes. strikes. Thirty-nine minutes in, a floating ball over the top is tapped in by Stenson. They're two 0 up. Uh, so we, I we thank for the people that are sending in Nanita and facts because I think I'm going to need them next week. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, what I would just gently say is, I, I think you know, if you Google something, you can always yeah. find out quite a lot about it. Yeah. Look, I tell you, I've exhausted that Wikipedia page. Yeah. Well, it's a small <laughs> town in the, the West Midlands. There's not much to say about it. Just g- go beyond the Wikipedia page. That's what we're looking for: is the second ball. And I, I think <laughs> okay. I think there'll be really interesting stuff about Nanita. No. Look, I've done it, Larry. Grayson lived there, you know what I mean? That's as exciting in showbiz as it got. People will be listening to the show in Nuneaton now saying we have a, a, a proud and rich history that goes way beyond <laughs> our Wikipedia page. Come here, learn about our teachings, learn about our ways and our culture. Maybe you need to go there in the week. Yeah, possibly, yeah, on some sort of scouting mission for facts. <laughs> Could we be the first ever major radio station to do an outside broadcast from Nuneaton? Oh, now that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, from that beef eater that used to be the famous writer's home. That would be a nice place to do now it. Now you're it? talking. Yes. Now you're talking. I think the lang- I think uh, I think do you know what I think the country's ears just pricked up and said, you know what, he's on to- that was like a really good dragon's den pitch. You know when it yes. turns when two dragons have already ruled themselves mm. out and then they mm. say something, they go, Oh actually last year's turnover was two billion quid. Yes. And then there's a bidding war and they've got to talk to the wall. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Peter Jones goes, uh, despite what I said earlier, I'm gonna make you an offer. Yeah. Go, oh yes, Peter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Imagine you took potted beef on Dragon's Den. Oh, wow, yes. I mean, yeah, Meaden's in straight out, but, you know, I reckon Tuka yeah. Sullivan's got... A, I, Tuka Sullivan could invest. I could give you central London offices. I could yeah. give you central London offices. <laughs> always. I could, production right, line, yeah. I could get potted beef into every butcher's <laughs> in the country. What a, what a niche impression. I did not know you had tried it locker. before. It wasn't bad, was it? it? It's really good, yeah. Very now, you may know, I am involved in the potted meat industry. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's got to be a kid. It's getting a bit raw. But imagine, imagine pitching it. If potted beef didn't exist, saying, hello, oh. dragons, what I'm here for today is a £100,000 investment for 5% of my company. Mm. The meat market is yes. um, not only a uh, usually disparaging <laughs> phrase about a particular pub in town, but also <laughs> it is uh, a growing area of the culinary landscape. We think it's worth about £5 billion a year. What we yes. want to do is give beef in a new way where you process it you you push it down into a little pot and you tiny put a, jar. A, a, thick, tiny, that's a jar. thick layer of l- yellow lard on top <laughs> and we think we can yeah. sell this predominantly to men in their 40s <laughs> i'm gonna make you an offer 
Jane in Shropshire has been in touch. She's married to John from Shropshire, who's, uh, when he dogs out those dogs, they ate the vag- Viking. Oh, Keep right. up at the back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, John actually went to catering college in Nuneaton in the 90s. No and he way. Didn't finish the course, but he's doing <laughs> no. lamb, pitta and Greek salad for tea. Do you want to do the show from here next week? Oh, wow. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? In Shropshire. In a back garden in Shropshire. Uh, uh, nicer nice. than your back garden. <laughs> it <laughs> It'd be nice be. for you. It must be, it'd be a real novelty for you to just go and see a back garden that hasn't got chewed <laughs> napping all over the back of it. I know. It would be nice, yeah. Just Viscount biscuits, left, right and centre. It'd be lovely. I'd love to see you on... Is Ground Force still on? You know when they change people's <laughs> gardens? What we've done is, uh, as a bit of a concept, we've got rid of the discarded dog-chewed nappy and we're just yeah. putting some normal grass. And what we've done, what we've done, we've built a rack for you in your kitchen where you can just store all your baking trays and we just put that right above the bin. <laughs> we just thought it'd be helpful. Jim in Rotherham says, it's the poorest of meats. In Yorkshire, we call it potted dog. <laughs> Would you have it? <laughs> what, potted dog? Yeah, if they say, look, it tastes really good. Oh, no. Um, no. I mean, no, I don't no. think so. Would you? I, I probably not... would. If they said, yeah. look, just trust me, it tastes really nice. It's got a sort of plum sauce. Oh. I can't. I'd, I'd, I'd have a go on it. Potted dog. Liam, Liam's never... <laughs> Liam's, like... Liam's 15. He's never heard of potted meat or, like, the BBC <laughs> or anything. Like, newspapers mean nothing to this guy. <laughs> God, landlines. His just, eyes just glaze yeah, over. wow. <laughs> uh, but text us on 812.15. What gives you a headache? Uh, Patricia in Grimsby says... Making potted beef sarnies gives me a headache. Oh, we can't get away from potted beef. It's can become we? like a national <laughs> obsession. Obviously, people are really, really into it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a real love-hate thing, isn't it? It's like, never mind marmite, it's potted beef. You either hate, love it or you hate it and it gives you a headache. I wonder if butchers this week will be saying, we're shifting a lot of potted beef this week. Yeah. What's, what's going, going on, on out there? <laughs> Look, maybe it's, maybe it's the weather or something, but... Yeah. Someone might say, maybe they've talked about potted beef on the radio. They go, no-one would do that. <laughs> it's abs- no it'd be like what? announcing that Forrest have got a corner. It'd just be absolutely pointless. <laughs> Well, the big game today is West Ham United against Nottingham Forest. Friend of the show, Chris Skull, is the host of the London Stadium, and he joins us now. He's at the game. Scully, how's it going? Oh, man, it's so tense. You know what? It's proper end-to-end stuff. Proper. Oh, man, the tension's ratcheting up. This is a, this is a game now. Oh, no. Oh. But who's playing better? <laughs> who's playing better? Yeah. I wouldn't say us, but... Not by much. In the, in the first half, we definitely had the better of it. But in the second half, Forrest really get When you get forward, your fans are in such full voice. That there's a, there's a you. And also, I, I texted you in the first half and said it wasn't tense. I take that back. It is now tense. Does it scare it was, you? Yeah, I'm scared. Now. You're intimidated scared. by people from Nottingham. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I checked. I walked past the away end earlier. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's enough wrong ones in there. <laughs> <laughs> so many. So Bad. many. <laughs> Nottingham's naughtiest boys all out in London. <laughs> oh, man. If you had to put a fiver on a, a final score, what would you put a fiver on? Oh, if I put a fiver on... If someone's going to nick this, it's going to be a 1-0. I, mean, I never bet oh. on West Ham, so I would put a fiver on Forrest. Wow! At least, if, yes. at least if we lost, I would have made some money. Do you know what I mean? Do it! But, no. Okay. 
<laughs> Scully, you're a legend, mate. Oh, thank you. You'll bring it on Andre Ayew once of this parry. Oh, yeah, yes. you got a problem with that? What's that? You got a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> He's old, but he can still do a job. <laughs> He's proper. <laughs> One of your 5,000 new signings. Here he comes. Oh, yeah. you yeah. salty, salty boy. <laughs> I'm surprised you can see him from all the way back in the stand, so far away from the pitch, eh? eh? Well, I'm in the press box and I've got a little monitor, so... Oh, oh that's you told. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the game, Scully. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Enjoy. mate. Next on Rock and Roll Football, it's Munch of the Day. Match of the day. <laughs> so, what are people eating with match of the day tonight, Dyson? Uh, Sammy is dining on nothing but potted beef and Viscount <laughs> biscuits <laughs> after the show today. Lacey underneath and is going to the beef eater where George Elliott used to live, up the borough. By the way, they are on the verge of winning 2-1. Rushton and Diamond's got a goal back, but uh, Nuneaton live to fight another day. Oh, They're 2-1 up with just minutes to go. Minutes to go. Uh, elsewhere, um, Mick... Up north, doing the washing up, as recommended, putting potted beef on toast under the grill, which would add a whole new tw- Ooh, twist to it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Very nice. Warmed up potted beef might be worth a try. A connoisseur in our midst. Two-time Tony says he's going to have fish and chips with spaghetti hoops. Oh, yes. Does that ruin... The, I'm allergic to fish. But, but would, would spaghetti hoops ruin the fish? I mean... I suppose it's like beans, really, isn't it? But it's like a, it's sort of it's sort of like two carbs together with fish. I, I don't know if I would. Recommend I don't think it. Rick Stein has ever said and the best <laughs> way to enjoy this fish is with a nice <laughs> tin of spaghetti hoops. <laughs> no, no, certainly not, certainly not. I don't think I'm going to bother with match of the day. To be honest, though, uh, I think I'm going to be yeah, watching that. Not bothered. <laughs> Four nil defeat for Forest. Final whistle has gone. Uh, Leeds mm. have beaten Southampton one nil. Big win. Big win for Arsenal as well. The 1-0 win at Leicester. Martinelli with the only goal. The final whistle's gone there. Um, uh, Steve says he's going to have a chicken Caesar salad with a side of chips. Oh, very nice. That's kind of... Unusual sides. Well, I'll tell you what I like about that. Yeah, you know, like, that Caesar dressing's a bit like salad cream, isn't it? And I used to love putting salad cream on chips when I was at school. I haven't done that for a long time. I haven't had any salad cream for a long time. Another thing in a glass jar that lasts for ages in the cupboard. Fridge. Well, I think a lot of people just store it in the cupboard. Not once it's been opened. We haven't got time to go into this. (laughs) No wonder you're always ill. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The Seance of the Living on Rock and Roll Football. Send us your questions and Matt Dyson will summon a spirit through the void to answer them. Yes, the latest <laughs> score's on the way, surely. Should I mean, just, do you want to touch on it? Should we touch on now? it? Just seconds after Scully said he wouldn't put £5 on West Ham scoring. They've not scored just one. But Danny Ings has just scored a second, uh, so there, <sighs> West Ham. We we mm, we cursed it by calling Scully. I think <laughs> I we cursed it. it. We slagged him off. We were like hyenas, yeah. laughing at him, mocking him, and now yeah. look what's happened. Two goals in the space of three minutes, straight after we go live to the ground. That happens. Going on. We shouldn't talk going about on. football on this show ever again. We should just we should talk about potted beef. To potted beef. <laughs> and everything will be fine. And, and, and 
getting in touch with celebrities yes. through the power of um, the, uh, the other side medium stuff, which is what we're doing now. So let's see who we can summon for the uh, a specific request from Tom on Twitter for Roy Walker and his thoughts on the four-day working week. A lot of trials have been successful, apparently, but will the former catchphrase host and Mr. Chips be in favour? Come in, Roy. Anyway, Mr. Chips was always in favour of it, I gotta tell you. It's good. I used to say to Mr. Chips, this is this is a seven day a week job, catchphrase. You know, people had just said on ATV Saturday afternoon, watching it with a family, so they did. They think we just turn up and read it out, but I gotta tell you. Seven days a week, I was thinking of those catchphrases. Oh, yeah. There, no, there was yeah. no production team. It was just me and Mr. Chips. And yeah. let me tell you, he did not pull his weight. No. I'd he had to act them out, though, didn't he? Surely. He yeah, but come on. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm the one writing all that. I'm saying, uh, oh, look, yeah, yeah. Mr. Chips, at, at the very least, start with a phrase like, you know, between the bin and the bacon tree and work backwards. <laughs> Well-known phrases, catchphrase. He would not pull his weight, he'd just bounce around do that weird thing with his arms. I'd say, what are you doing the other six days of the week? You're banging on about a four-day week. I see you working one day a week. I said, a four-day week for you, that'd be three extra working days, so it would. Well, he never, of course, he never spoke, not to me. He was mute, a sort of mute robot. We talked about this before. I actually have no idea. We never knew as a production team. What he, he just sort of toddled yeah. into the office one day. <laughs> and we, we adopted him. Uh, and we, we thought it was very strange. We actually don't know if he's up this earth, but, you know, he was very much... I think I can say this now, because I don't work with him. He was a militant trade unionist, Mr Chips. <laughs> oh, my, everything was... You know, every five minutes, you needed yeah. 20 minutes off. So bullshit, I said, yeah. Yeah, That was it. He'd say, every 15 minutes, I need three hours off. I said, it's meant to be the other way around. He said, you try that. You try this one, Mick Lynch. I said, who's that? This was the 80s. I said, don't you mean Mr. Scargill? He said, mark my no. words. You will know the name. But he, he wrote it down, of course, because like I said, he was mute. Very strange character, Mr. Chips. You know, a mute robot socialist. Yeah. You, don't get, yeah. you don't get many of those. No. You don't get many of them at all. But I, I guess, you know what? These days I'm in favour of it. I think give people a wee bit of leisure time. The, day, the question is, what other day do they get off? You know, you got your Saturday and your Sunday. Do you take the Friday? Do you take the Monday? Do you do something very strange? Do you take the Wednesday? Ooh. You know what, Mr. Friday. Chips, what he would say to me on email, he would say, I'm just going to take random days off and I'm not going to tell you. I said, look, you can't do that. You've got to let me know. I said, you leave, you're really leaving me between a, a bin and a baking tree here, Mr. Oh, Chips. Oh, yes. That's what, a catchphrase. What, what are you up to? <laughs> that sounded like someone else, i got to tell you. We thought you were having a wee private moment there, man. <laughs> Never do that on air again. It was disgusting. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Well, you know what? I, I, I loved talking about potted beef. And I'm, oh, I'm <laughs> yes. going to try and get some. I'm going to try and get some this oh. week. Let's let's try some next week. I mean, I think you know I haven't had it for a long time. Maybe we should give it another chance. Let's give potted beef another chance. That's all we're saying. That's give all we're saying. Beef a chance. Beef a chance. <laughs> <laughs> what should we have it on? What do you want it on? 
Um, I think some sort of uh, sort of toasted bread. You know, like those sort of dry sort of toasted um, bits of bread you can get. What are they what, called? Toast. Um, not biscotti, but like almost like a savoury biscotti. I know garlic. what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Mm, yes, yeah, almost like halfway between a rivita and yes. you just yeah, stiff. You, you'd use them for canapes if you were you if would, you were exactly so inclined. That. Yeah, or a bruschetta. Yeah, ooh, bruschetta. Uh, uh, you, do you know what? I just love Italian food. Yes, so do I. Oh, yeah, yeah, why don't we make potted beef bruschettas where we ooh. get the sort of bruschetta-sized yeah. piece of. Um, bread, smear mm. it in potted beef, and then sprinkle on top a tomato, yes. garlic, onion mix. Oh, a little Italian twist on a British classic. Yes. Fusion food! I'm That's there, what they I'm call there. it! Yes. Potted beef for a new generation. Oh, this is now. <laughs> we started in the past, <laughs> now we're in the future. Our narrative arc is complete. Yeah. See you next See you week. Later. See you next week for our <laughs> potted beef... Uh, one potted history yeah. of beef. Oh, yeah. it's lovely. <laughs>